could it be? Hard times to strain my mind with situations that created complications in my life, like my father's past decisions and drug addictions on my mother's death. I love your mom. What's next? Yes, sir. We back. What up, dude? What's popping? How you feeling? Pretty good. How you doing? Good. I can't complain. Episode a, nine in full effect. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. What's happened since uh, last episode? What, what have you been up to? Oh, one week has gone by. Uh, yeah. Just work. When did we uh, record last one? So Wednesday? Thursday? Okay. So it's been about a week. About seven days. Exactly. Okay. What have you been up to, dude? Uh, just work, man. Work. A little more work. And then uh, lastly, some work. Okay. I mean, no, no new updates on my side. No. Not. What about you? What have you been up to? Yeah, getting in trouble. Yeah, I don't know. I thought you were supposed to be nice to people. Yeah, no, I, I've been nice. I hope you've been extra nice. Yeah, what do you think? I don't know. I know that it was good for like three days, and I kind of <laughs> slipped back into... Man, it's hard g- going out of your way to be nice to people. I mean, it's the little things. I know, but that shit's hard, because my mind's like on so many different things. Like, Speaking I got, of being nice, uh, our weekly intentions, that was your weekly intention for yeah. last week? Yeah, yeah. I feel like I... I mean, you work here. Was I more friendly and saying hi to people than normal? I mean, I can only speak for myself. I say hi to you. Good, I say good morning and hi to you all the time. So yeah, you said it back. You yeah, give me no cold shoulder. Yeah. You asked me uh, what I'm eating for lunch, uh, how my gym workout's going, and that's pretty much it. Yeah, I mean, I've been trying to be a, a little more friendly and not be stuck in, you know. Stuck in a mode where I'm just trying to fix problems and solve problems all day long. What was one thing you think that you did this week or last week that you normally don't do? You, you normally say hi to people. Oh, good morning. Yeah, I mean, not all the time. I don't. I think like the next day you gave me a big cheesy smile. Yeah, straight. maybe. But hey, you smile. It wasn't a smile. It was a see what I'm doing. Um, I mean, I I just think I've been a little more communicative with people, um, trying to you know say bye before I leave and just you know just be a little more. Friendly, I guess. I can say one thing you have done is, uh, at least to me, you check in on me before I leave. You say, hey, are you good? Do you need anything? Yeah. I'm like, being a little nicer. Yeah, I think so. I've I think I'm in trouble every time you're walking up to me. Like, what, what I do. No, nah, it's, a, it's a challenge, man, again, because I'm so stuck in what I got going on in my brain. that it's You got to really, at least I, I have to, like, make it a priority and, you know, be intentional about talking to people around the office. I don't know. Yeah, and plus when like when five o'clock hits or whenever you know it's time for you to go, you're in that I'm trying to go home, not really you know wind down and check in yeah. on everyone else. I think that's also a little bit different because Katie and Paige have been out of town since last Friday, so I don't I'm not in a rush to get home now because there's nothing to rush home to. You what are you doing mean? when you get home since you don't got your daughter? I believe that's something what fresh this week. I, no daughter, no wifey. Yeah, it's yeah it's freedom. Been, it, yeah, it's been a. An adjustment. I mean, last week my buddy Scott was in town. Um, He's staying with you from Tucson. He stayed with me a couple of days, so we actually went out Friday night, Saturday night. Um, but really, just get go home, eat, you know, get caught up on a little work if I got some work. Um, I started watching. I forget what it, the Dear Mama. Um, so I started watching that. Mm-hmm. So I've been kind of watching that a little bit after work, and in bed. You know, eight thirty nine. Were you reading? Was I reading? I, I have been reading in the morning using this app. It's called Headway, um, which is cool because it basically runs through a book. I think I discussed it already. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
it kind of sponsor of this. Just saying. No, no, no. But it summarizes um, books and kind of gives you a summary of it, so you don't have to read the whole thing. But there was one book in there that I shared in the Slack that morning. That okay, yeah. It was. Uh, it's pretty good. I'll, I'll probably buy that book. We, I never gave you a book. Hey, speaking of reading, that was my that was my segue. Yeah, what happened there? Uh, you didn't give me a book. Uh, that was supposed to be you, my you didn't ask for one either. Hey, you know what though? I, I I had a backup plan. What? I got a book. Good. I figured you might. But I'm just gonna be a hundred percent honest. What? I got the book. Uh huh. Didn't open it. I didn't open it. Oh man, come but on. But I carry it with me. In my you, pocket. You carry, was it a Bible, a baby Bible or something? The no, Art of War? The Art of yeah, War. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a great book. Yeah. I mean, I haven't started it. it. Actually. How do you know it's a great book? If you haven't? I've heard a lot of good things about it. It's and then, interesting. Like, I was actually got it from Akil because I seen it on in his office. And I was like, Let me see, how, let me see the, uh, how small the print is there. I was like, shit, I'm supposed to be reading a book. Yeah. And then I, then I thought about going to your office. Like, let I mean, there's, office there's better ones than this. This is, I mean, it's. It's a good start. Yeah, it's interesting. I wouldn't start reading that book, but, you know, to each his own. Hey, I mean, I heard it's supposed to be a really good strategic book. Learn a lot of different things. Speaking of strategy, you know, I'm wondering, because I was thinking about this this morning, because I knew we were going to have this podcast, and I'm like, how long is this motherfucker going to work two jobs, work a job, and then work your night job, and be a DJ or whatever it is? How long do you think you can keep that up and what are you working towards like because once you commit to buying a house then you're ultimately got to get paid then you're responsible but you you're going to burn yourself out and you're never going to be able to focus on something that you want to do like what is it that you what are you what's your goal and I, i think that is my issue obviously i'm doing it to make ends meet yeah and it's just something that i have to do i mean in today's society and the economy like if you're a single male or female one job just doesn't cut it anymore it just unless you own a business one job is not cutting it or you elevate the skills and the job that you have but with working that job or multiple jobs how do you have time to elevate well that's that's that was the question i had i'm like what is he what's his long-term goal because that you can't do both of those forever so because it comes down to like having a side hustle, like you have your main job, but then you have a side hustle, but the side hustle should be become your main job. It should. Yes. So, and and speaking of that, that is what my plan is. I keep thinking like, obviously I need to buy a house, but then after I buy a house, like I still need to work so I can have capital to start a business. Obviously I asked you before, like, what does it take? How much money do you need to start a business? All depends on the business. And, and that's what I'm that's what I'm still thinking, you know, like I lay in bed at night sometimes and I think like what am I going to be able to do so I'm not sitting working two jobs, you know, destroying my body, you know, and I I know I need to start my own business. I need to create something. And uh what that is, uh who I'm going to do it with, like I don't know, but I know that is like my next steps for me to really elevate is to become a business owner, you know, but it starts but is with it? that side hustle. Because owning a business isn't all it's cracked up to be. I mean, if you can be successful, then sure, it can provide value to your life and it can do things that you wouldn't be able to do normally, but most businesses fail. So not, Two years. not everybody is meant to be a business owner. I mean, it is very stressful. It's not... I think I got the work ethic and the drive that I can, you know, essentially... 
take. I mean, you definitely got the work ethic, work ethic and drive, but it's 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 that's just one piece of it. Well, then, what, since you've known me, what is one skill you think I need to work on to be able to create a business or to launch a business, sustain a business? The most important thing. Um, it's a great question. I mean, I think. I mean, I don't know the answer. Otherwise, I would have a business. Well, you know I, I think attention to detail is something that you that you could improve, um, and problem solving. Like, just if you see a problem, fix the problem, and don't just let the problem go. I don't. I don't know because again, I don't manage you, so I don't know exactly. Yeah, yeah. But I do know that. I have a an idea for kind of your role, customer service. So I have an idea for rejuvenator experience manager. Um, and really that person would be responsible for making sure that the team, like when there's anniversaries, when there's birthdays, working with HR to make sure that we, you know, do something special for them. <clears throat> Big accounts, wholesale accounts, distributors, um, like our best accounts, we we're making sure that we are taking care of them. We just went through kind of an analysis recently, and obviously, eighty percent of our revenue is coming from basically ten accounts, and we're not doing a good job of cultivating those accounts and really showing our appreciation for them purchasing from us. Um, in addition to that taking care of customers that have been rocking with us for a long time, have multiple orders, just really making sure that anyone who comes into contact with Rejuvenator has a positive experience. And we're like going out of our way to, to uh, take care of them in some aspect, but it's, I mean, it's, you have to do, you got to really think about all these different scenarios and come up with a plan on how, you could take care of these people, this, that, and the other. So that's like a position that I'm, we were talking about getting you out yeah. of customer service. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of the role that I see would replace you is somebody that could really take it to what we're doing now and just improve everything we're doing all around the board from customer service, dealing with, you know, auditing our customer service company, um, maybe leaving them because they might not be the best. I don't know. Um, but just really making sure that we're giving everybody the best experience possible. Does that make sense? No, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. They're all getting champagne bottles. I mean, hey. Oh, but hey, I, but you said there's 10 accounts, 80% of the revenue? So I think uh, we, we had this meeting earlier. I think I think it was 78 or 75% of the revenue is coming from 10 accounts. And can you just shed the light on, like, what are some of those accounts? Obviously, Foot Locker. Yeah, Foot Locker is number one. Okay. Um, these wholesale accounts or are these wholesale and distro? Yeah, but Foot Locker is a bigger account than any of our distribution. Well, accounts. when it comes to customers, that's not a piece of the revenue. You don't think, or is that no? It is. I'm just I'm just talking about wholesale and distribution right now. Okay. Yeah, I haven't looked at because um, I would imagine just eBay and Amazon. Those would be you know different categories. Amazon, you got no control. eBay, we don't do many much volume on eBay. Um, Shopify is the other one like where e-commerce just in general. Yeah. How, how can we create a, a, a rewards program and something that 
we can thank people, like for instance, people that subscribe to our uh, subscription model, right? Yeah. So if you get three bottles, three eight ounce bottles of solution or three repellents, I want to be able to send them a gift, right? Like, hey, thank you for rocking with us. Here's your free gift. You've built up this many points. Mm-hmm. Um, but someone needs to, that needs to be their own focus and they need to figure out what the best platform is to do that and manage it. So it's, I mean, it's, it's a lot of work. For sure. So, and but plus it's not built out yet. That's the hard part is building it out. Well, and that's, plan. and that's what I mean. And, and this is where it goes back to, I'm planning on having a conversation with Jared, which is, you know, Vic's brother. He's got all the opportunity in the world in many worlds. If he came to me with a plan said hey man i want to do this this is my ideas on these shirts this is that and the other i got this designer then we would probably do it for sure yeah but if i have to be the one that thinks of all these things i I, i'm only one person Mm -hmm. so i need people around and are part of the business that it's it's like almost i look at it as if you want to start a business do you think you could start a business then do it in this business first yeah prove it like you have assets prove yourself here and i'm not just saying you i'm just saying in general prove that you can like start a business and generate money and improve things better than they're already being done if that makes sense it does but you're talking about generating money this position sounds like it's uh, more spending money than generating money. Couldn't, couldn't, could be. I don't know. It depends. I mean, if you're sending stuff and creating the experience, you know, and uh, but for instance, a, a software developer to create a point system and create. Things. Well, th- there's those things are already out there. Well, yeah, it just sounds expensive. You you got to look at what the return is though for taking care of people. So, for instance, Foot Locker, we have one skew in there. Mm-hmm. It's hard to get in touch with the buyer. Um, if if we built a better relationship with her, we probably have more SKUs in Foot Locker. Yeah, which, I think we even try to do pop-ups and all that stuff with them and didn't really get much communication. There's a way. I don't know what the way is. If, yeah. if you got to go to New York, I don't know. I'm just saying we need to make sure that we are paying attention to this. Um, and I'm okay spending money to make money, right? Like, yeah. I think that... But, but the whole thing is... Uh, you're going to want to quantify that. So you're spending this much. Not not at first. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. There's, there, I don't see a way how you'd be able to quantify, you know, that customer experience or that longevity. At least I don't know. Well, I, I do. I mean, if a if an average um, person. Like lifetime that, expectancy of a customer. Well, the lifetime value. Yeah, you just look at the lifetime value. But you also look like, for instance, in general, if we were to take care of um, the people that are on our subscription model, right? And if the average person subscribes for three months and we can increase that to six by sending them some free gifts and taking care of them, Mm -hmm. that's trackable. So I think it's the little things that really add. And really, I just want to be known, like we redid our core values, right? One of the core values is remarkable. Be remarkable. Build community is another one. So... Both of those are what sparked this idea on like, how can we be remarkable in comparison to other brands, right? And that, to me, that's one. I would spend extra money just so people have this great, they they have this great experience with us and word of mouth gets around and they just rant and rave about us, right? So that's how you add value. 
um, and generate money. For sure. Yeah. I mean, I guess it just, like you said, it's hard to quantify from the beginning. You know, you don't really sounds dope. It sounds like a great experience, but like, uh, how, and I guess that's what you need someone to figure out. That's what you're telling me. But that's what I mean. Like if you want to start your own business, there's lots of little businesses in this business. If people just need to have the hunger and desire and drive to just say, Hey, this is what I think we need to do and come up with a plan, do the work. Like if you were going to start your own business, you would have to do that anyway. And you don't have the financial backing and you don't even know if it's going to work. So at the end of the day, if you could do it in a business, that's already somewhat proven itself. You have an edge up because you already have the funding, you have the financial backing, you have the people around. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's just a test for yourself to see if you can do it within a business. If you can't do it within a business, the chances you've been able to do it on your own are probably less. No, yeah, for sure, for sure. So, and that's what I started thinking about with you. I'm like, what, like, how long is he going to be able to do this DJing thing? He's not going to be able to do it forever, right? So, you, like, what's the plan? I don't know. I could be. 50 years old strip club DJ store. Hey, come on down. Do you want to do that? Though? I don't. Yeah. That, that's, I think about that all the time. Like I don't, but the money's there and I've always been a money has always been a, a driving factor. You of know, course. Just obviously you want to get paid, you know, you need to be able to take care of yourself and you need to take care of your others. And you know, if I have a family and kids, I need to be able to take care of them as well. Yep. Well, you also need to be home and you need to have good sleep. So you're not, you know, you need, you need to be coherent like when they're around as well. So it's, it's more than, than just that at the end of the day. No, yeah, definitely something to think about. And trust me, Steve, I have thought about it. I, oh, I know you have. <laughs> like I've been doing it for almost two years now. How old are you? You're 30? 30. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's about the time that, I mean, I didn't even start my business just to bring things into perspective. I didn't even start my business till I was 33. Mm-hmm. So got three years. Well, I'm, you know, I'm just saying, but oh, yeah, it's yeah, time yeah. to start thinking it's never about. Never too late, basically. Yeah, no, it's no, it's never too late. I mean, you could you could change your life at fifty. I mean, at the end of the day, if you really wanted it, it's about how bad do you want it, though, too. Like I always ask people, how bad do you want it? When I'm at the gym, and I'm ready to quit, I tell myself, how fucking bad do you want it, Steve? Do you want it bad enough to fucking keep struggling? Mm-hmm. And if I don't then you don't want it that bad. Like at the end of the day, it's just you, it's, you don't want it that bad. If you really, 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 really want it, you're going to do whatever the fuck it takes to make sure that it happens. Um, so 100%, which is interesting to me too, is because I'm at the position now where I've already been somewhat successful. Again, there's so many levels and you know, I I personally think I'm in the, the lower level of success. Um, and even my drive is different than it was 10 years ago. You think like it, it like peaked? I, I've just become a little more comfortable. Like flatlined a little bit. It's, it's a, I'm a little more comfortable, which I don't know how to get that, that gear going. Um, part of it, I think also too, is we've plateaued. So I, I haven't, you know, it's exciting with growth. Like that keeps you going. But once you plateau and you don't know how to, get it to the next level, it becomes a little frustrating. So that's probably got something to do with it. Um, but, I mean, it's, you know, I think everybody struggles with that. Oh, for sure. Well, how long do you see yourself doing this for? Man. Talking about strategy. It's a like- great question. 
Um, I told myself by the time I was 50, so I've always said that. So I got about, after this, <laughs> after July, I got about three years. Like, and then Not you're much done time. with, like, the shoe care business, so you're done with working in general, you're going to retire? I, I mean, my... your condo in Mexico? My goal was to, you know, sell the business by the time I was 50 and then just do shit that I enjoy, like... Not that I don't enjoy this, but I also don't want to have to come to work every day. I want to be able to do shit with my daughter, like just, you know, be able to travel and not worry about, you know, people thinking that I'm, who knows? I don't know. I have this weird thing that I feel like I have to be here at the office and working or people are going to not work as hard because I'm not here. Like I'm leading by example. Oh, for sure. So... It's like, I don't want that responsibility. And to be honest with you, managing people fucking sucks. Like, it, it's not fun. It's Well, technically, you're only managing a small select couple people in the office. Yep. At the end of the day, you're just... Yes, but... Yes, but I still have to deal with all the issues. So, it's just people are the, the, cha- the most challenging. Everyone, everyone's different. Everyone has, poses their own challenge. Some are easier than others. Some are, you know, more difficult. But, um, you know, I don't, I could do without that. (laughs) Be easy. Sounds like an easy life, you know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, but I got to get there. I mean, there's a specific lifestyle that I want. And for me to live that lifestyle, I need to earn a certain amount of money. Do you think you can sustain that lifestyle, though, after... That's you what's that's why I got it. That's why I have to earn a certain amount of money to be able to sustain the rest yeah. of your life and your daughter's yeah. life. So my financial advisor, we have a goal. Like he knows what I want to live off of for the rest of my life, and I we have a goal. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm not quite there yet, but three years, three years. Yeah, you might be there. You better yeah. be there. <laughs> so the goal to be there. But the other reason too, man, is I I. You know, if it wasn't for the employees that have been here a long time, I probably would have sold this motherfucker already. Yeah. But I really want to give to the team that has put in their time and energy and given their their heart and soul. Like, it's it's a different feeling, and it's a different uh, a reward to be able to change someone's life that maybe I could get this business, grow it to where you get a hundred grand because you've been with us so long and that's, you buy a house, you know what yeah. I mean? Like that's life changing money for some people. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the other thing that keeps me going. Cause at the end of the day, honestly, if I sold my bid, sold the business <clears throat> today for what it's been valued at, I could hit my goal. Okay. Shark tank is listening to this podcast right now. Shark tank. How much is it worth? How much is the business worth? I mean, it's been someone, valued. Someone at, comes to you, yeah, valued. They come. Yeah, to you yeah. I mean, and said, "Steve, I heard your podcast. You're a great dude. <laughs> I want you to retire." I wouldn't early. sell it for less than sixteen million bucks. Sixteen million. Yeah. Um, but that. I mean, the goal is fifty million. The goal The goal's fifty. Fifty million. Which I know it's possible. It's just you need the right team and you need the right leader. I'm not even sure if I'm the right leader. You know what Comparing I mean? Comparing like other businesses and just not not even shoe cleaners, but just in the sneaker industry. Are there any other businesses that are are at that level? Fifty million dollar businesses. One right down the street. Which one? I mean, many, dude. I, there's a lot of businesses worth fifty. Fifty million. million? Oh, easy, bro. 
I'm trying to think. I don't. I don't know. Oh yeah, that's we're we're considered a small business. We're not yeah. even a medium sized business. Mm-hmm. And we got 15, 16 employees. I mean, we've been to twenty seven, but you're not even considered a medium business. I think until you hit fifty employees. So, and that's when lots of different things change because you've exceeded that number. So, but yeah, man, we're I'm again. It's there's so many levels. Like, what do you think is the next step? Because obviously, you said. Well, at one point we had 24 employees and you realized you had all these employees when we're doing what we do with the employees we have now. So at what point do you think you need more employees to get to get 50, to be a medium sized business? Yeah, I mean, we could use a few people right now, but they need to be experts at what they do and they need to add enough value to grow the business. That's the challenge. That's what I'm saying. So what is the biggest area <clears throat> of growth you see uh, being the CEO to take it to that next level? I mean, a few things. So one, marketing. We need somebody that owns marketing because nobody really owns marketing right now. Um, we've kind of been doing the same thing for the last however many years. We need to flip the script. The times have changed. Um, so I think a lot of the things that we do is still good. But the other thing that we need to do is get more financially sophisticated, um, which I've challenged our new CFO with is, where should we be spending our time and energy? What has the biggest payoff, right? So yeah. should we be doing, for instance, a YouTube video on a $200 shoe? So we need to look at the revenue that comes that is brought in from AdSense and YouTube ads, plus whatever's been driven to the website compared to a shoe that's $500 or more, right? Got to look at VIX videos. Does a restoration add more value? to the bottom line than a custom. I don't know. Um, where should we be spending our time? Should we, instead of spending $130,000 a month on Facebook ads, should we spend 60 of that on influencers? So those are that's all like math problems that we got to figure out. So sophistication is something that we need to... I mean, you also talked about, you talked earlier about that experience, you know, and you don't think customer people coming to our channel seeing a $500 shoe adds more value to them than watching a $200 shoe and uh, might you can't monetize that but as far as a full-on experience well, someone really coming to the channel seeing a dope shoe knowing damn I could spend that money and make sure it's cleaned versus a general shoe that's $200 so I look at this a couple different ways you got to look at yeah that's some people might be more interested in that, but also you got to look at what most people might be wearing. So if you go for a normal $200 shoe, like, I mean, I've been stopped on the street when, you know, NMDs and Ultra Boosts were popular. Oh, you taught me how to, I know you, you taught me how to clean my NMDs. Yeah, yeah. So that's why one of our best performing ads right now is the, the uh, Panda Dunk. Because the Panda Dunk is so widely purchased that, at, like, almost, I don't want to say almost everybody, but anyone that is into sneakers at all basically has a pair of Panda Dunks. Yeah, I mean, the only people who don't like Panda Dunks are resellers who bought them high. And yeah. now they, now I mean, they I'm, can't I'm sure them. we overpaid for a few of those I'm ourselves. Sure, yeah. yeah. Um, so you, you kind of got to look at the data behind it and not make assumptions. So it's really looking at it, categorizing it. Um, we need to do a better job too of, you know, UTM tracking and just 
making sure that we have the right naming convention set up so we can track it. So we just need to sophisticate the business at the end of the day. And we're working on these things, but they take time. It's not easy. Yeah, it's, um, yeah, it's, it's definitely a process. But It'll be a tedious process at that. Definitely. Yeah. And luckily for me, I don't have to do it. I'm just the one that is kind of pinpointing them. Yes. Yeah. Like, hey, this is what this is what I want. This is what I think we need to do to really get to the next level. Um, because we could be wasting twenty five, thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollars a month on stuff that's not really that valuable. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's same thing with products. Which products are we making the most money on? Which ones do we possibly lose money on? You know, so going through that, you know, uh, going through that process too and figuring out what we're going to keep, what we're going to move away from. So it's like there's a lot of shit happening. I mean, I also think it's it's also, be, if you're talking about being strategic, you really have to understand the sneaker community and what's going on in the competing. 100%. What people are rocking. You talk about, you know, the NMDs. That was that 2016 oh, I know. or, you know, and... And that was when the business skyrocketed because we literally scientifically proven how to properly clean a mesh shoe. Yeah. The traditional method wasn't cutting it with yeah. um, all mesh sneaker being the number one sneaker. We just weren't, we, we were at that time we were hitting it. Now people aren't wearing 350s like yeah. that. No, I people know. Don't, no one wears NMDs like that. Yeah, no. What are they wearing? I do occasionally. Dunks? Do, yeah. yeah, you do. <laughs> I'm just saying. Like dunks and Air Force Ones, if you're looking at the sneaker community, that is what yeah, people are wearing. Yeah, yeah. So if you look at our sales, I mean, the supply chain manager puts out a report every year. Signature kit used to be outsell everything because it's the patent sneaker laundry system. Essential. Right now, our essential kit because what are people wearing? A predominantly leather shoe. That kit is going to clean your shoe up just just as good. I mean, obviously, the signature kit is the way to go. Number yeah, one. Yeah, you know, yeah. Flushing yeah. everything out, stitching and all that. Well, and you get the shoe trees, so you have... It's just, That's it's more diverse. Yeah, yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, you yeah. to clean any type of shoes. Yeah. But I'm just saying, uh, one thing I feel I feel like that our company's lacking, I've never had this conversation with you, but I did have it with uh, Akil, our wholesale manager. It's kind of, uh, I've, I've always seen us, you know, as the innovators when it came to sneaker community, uh, like the sneaker products, cleaning yeah. products. I feel currently... We were a little behind the wave. Yeah, yeah I like, agree. You know, we'll work a few steps behind versus, you know, when the NMD, you know, Ultra Boost uh, 350s was the biggest sneakers out. Everyone needed that laundry system. It was a must have. If you want a pair of cream easies and you want to make sure they're going to last you for years. Uh, again, we, we, we were super late to the bandwagon when it came to crease protectors. Yeah, we got them. But like everyone has dunks and forces and they crease. And for a while... We didn't jump into these crease protectors when everyone at shows were asking for crease Well, we protectors. were early, and then there was a situation that happened where the old owner of the brand that we were working with got sold. I, long story. It was some crazy story. And so we parted ways because there was some weird things happening with that. And then we just never, you know, and then they, yes, they did take off. But those fucking cheap shitty china ones are terrible no yeah i'm just saying uh why why did it take so long for us maybe to innovate our own or repartner up with someone speak up bro i mean again when when if if it's not me nobody's coming to me with these suggestions yeah yeah so i mean i shouldn't say that because that's not 100 percent accurate but 
coming to me with proof data behind it. Like, Hey, this is what's happening. Here's the thing. This is what I think we need to do. Um, I do get suggestions, but suggestions to me kind of go in one ear and out the other. Yeah. Cause I'm on to something else and I'm trying to fix problems. So again, that's why I need people <clears throat> in the business that are thinking like that and have a mind like that, that, Hey, I think there's an opportunity here. Let me just do the work and sell it to whoever I need to sell it to yeah. so it can happen. Like, not just, hey, here's my idea, and then forget about it. Mm-hmm. Because guess what's going to happen? It's, everyone's going to forget about it, and we're going to keep work trying to do other things. Um, so, again, I don't know. I mean, I know we do have a bunch of products in the work that, you know, like behind the scenes yeah. that we're I mean, we'll be making progress to, but some of those products... I feel like we should have had. I agree. Like a year ago, if not I two agree. years ago. But again, somebody needs to own that. So we don't have any product development person. I mean, that's typically me, but I'm also doing a bunch of other different things. For sure, yeah. So, I mean, that is one person that I think we could hire for sure, too. It's just somebody that that's all their focus was. Focus would be is to improve products and come up with new products. But new products don't always work either. Yeah, yeah. So it's one of those things you kind of uh, unless it's already out there, you know, you then it's like you know I don't know. But it, then there's no innovation behind it. For sure, yeah. yeah. So it's it's a it's definitely something that needs more focus, um, and we need to put more energy into. Because I agree, I mean, not naming names, but some of our competitors, we used to have the list of products, and they didn't. And I just went to one of their sites the other day, and I'm like, damn, they got fucking everything. Yeah. But doesn't mean they're all making money either like it, it, it could be struggling to sell some of that stuff um and i don't really care what you know I, I pay attention to a certain degree what other brands are doing but um you know i, I really just want to focus on what we need to do so yeah I don't, I don't know man well while we're talking about it product side of things uh i work in the wholesale department uh the wholesalers have been asking for mink oil and solar vibe Okay. I don't know how, who who I need to talk to. I've I mean, Minko is easy. I've talked to Akil and I've talked to, you know, Summer. I'm not sure exactly what the next steps are, but I think just for some of Minko our Minko and what else? And Soul Revive. And, you know, even yeah. though, you know, Yellow Souls, H Souls are in, people still want to be able to take care of their shoes and, you know, and reverse that Soul Revive. So I'm a, even that, like, that took us a little longer to, like... I mean, we were early. We had Soul, we had soul Revive before you even started with Yeah, this. yeah, but I'm saying, like, then it the just, reason the, the reason that I stopped selling it, man, is because... We would sell it to little kids at sneaker shows, and I know that little kids shouldn't be using it. Okay, yeah. So I just felt morally, I just disagreed. Even though we sold a lot of it, I didn't, I didn't uh, agree with selling some little ten-year-old kid soul sauce when he shouldn't be even working with that stuff because it will burn your hands a little bit. Um, and if you screw up, you're ruining your shoe. So I felt like just morally, I didn't, those were the people, most of the people buying it at sneaker shows when I went online, you can't really tell how old people are. Um, But that's, that is the reason we moved away from it originally. Cause I'm like, man, I just don't feel comfortable selling it to these 10 year old, 12 year old kids. Um, And then we obviously reintroduced it because there were people kept asking us for it. I'll tell you right now, if you want to get something 
if you have an issue or you have something like this, like mink oil, we should be able to put on wholesale with a couple clicks. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it might be on wholesale. I'm not really sure, but I know Soul Revive. They've definitely been asking about Soul, Soul Revive. Revive. So we need to tell Corey. Corey has an ongoing issues list, or Akio. You just tell him, hey, Akio, put it on the issues list. Oh, I mean, it, it got brought up, like you know, throughout the, the no. company's Slack channel. Again, that's you see that Slack channel. I mean, what was on Slack 15 minutes ago, sometimes I can't even find. So good luck there. Um, Now that we've implemented EOS, so from the book Traction, for those people that are listening, um, we implemented a new kind of management style. And now we have an issues list that we keep. And every week we meet on these issues. So as long as it gets on that issues list, it's not going to be overlooked. So if that's an issue and we see Unless you don't get to that, then it gets rolled over to next week. Correct. But yeah. it but we never we we just prioritize what the issues are. Mm-hmm. So it could, but at least it's never gonna get lost. If you put it in Slack, no one's ever gonna see that thing again. So at least it keeps it top of mind every week and at some point we'll we'll get to it. For sure. So if you got an issue or you have something like that, just make sure it gets on that issues list. I mean, it's not an issue, but it's just, I think, something that can definitely generate revenue. I mean, it, it sounds like an issue to me. All right, put it on the list. <laughs> so, yeah, again, I don't know. Hey, well, definitely a good talk, just getting to know the business a little more, you know. I'm sure a lot of people is probably not too interested in this, but conversations like this, they mean a lot to me because obviously, you know, I've been with the business so long and I love learning new things. Uh, just about the back end, the front end, all sides of things. So I just appreciate you being so transparent. And willing to, you know, talk about some of these uncomfortable things. Yeah, I mean, we, we're doing, again, and this goes back into, I'm very self-aware, but I know that there's a better leader out there that could probably help grow this business and 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 get people super motivated to be part of it and do all of those things. And at some point, that's part of the plan, too, is to hire a CEO that can really take this thing to the next level because we've built we've done the hard work the foundations here mm-hmm. now we just need to find the right people that can help get us from here to where we need to go um and that's a challenge so if anyone's listening out there and uh they got the skills and they want to join a team we're trying to be a ceo <laughs> yeah whatever just they got the skills and they want to be part of this team um you know we're always open to uh, look at somebody's resume for sure so um, there was a couple other things that I wanted to talk about too, but now I forget. I don't know. I don't remember. What else? Think hard. I mean, I, I don't really have nothing much on my plate. Obviously, uh, talk about our intentions a little bit. I, this is probably the first week. You haven't done that, yours? That, that, that I didn't really, you know, come through. And I've, then, and I've seen you at the gym though. Daily. Show, show the, show the bicep, dude. Uh, that's the left arm. Let me get the right arm. <laughs> Just kidding. Hey, I'll be feeling the pump some days. I think yesterday I had to like flex on you. I was That's like, good. oh, you see it. The belly's still there, but. It's okay. You know, You're eating chicken. It takes time, man. Chicken it's, and veggies. It's consistency. It's like anything. It's like business. Do you run? Do I run? Like run. Like uh, run the block. You don't think cardio is like. Yeah, uh, no, it's important. I mean, I did the stair stepper for 15 minutes uh, yesterday. Um, so I do a little bit of cardio. Yeah, but not. I mean, it depends. It's typically only one or two days a week if I'm doing cardio. But I get a good workout. I work out hard. For sure. No, yeah, I see you. I try. Yeah. And you're working out with the trainer. Yeah. He's on his workout, then obviously you're doing something right. Yeah, so it's, I mean, but 
you know, that's good for you as well. You should do some cardio. No, that's what I was thinking. I was like, you know, I think obviously I get, you know, minimum of 50 minutes in the gym. Yeah. And I was like, you know what, maybe I should just run at least before it gets too hot. You know, we're in Arizona. Uh, A month from now and lunchtime, it's going to be 110 degrees. And, you know, I can't even think about trying to run the block or run around. But I was thinking like, you know what, I need to really bring some running shoes in and maybe uh, get a little stretch in first 10 minutes and then just run for 20 minutes. Not just get on that stair stepper. Man, I done that. That shit's hard. I, dude, bro, <laughs> nothing good is easy. That shit is hard. Nothing good is easy. How bad do you want it? No, that's I, the, that's so that's the question. So, How so bad do you want it? So my first two days in the gym, I did the stair stepper. Yep. My legs were sore for a week. It's okay. I was they like won't be anymore. To my girl and I was like, ah. They won't ah. be anymore. <laughs> Quit being a bitch. <laughs> that's what. I'm a little pussy. <laughs> How bad do you want it? It goes right back to that. How yeah, bad do you want it? I want it, it but I guess not that bad. Uh, there you go. And as long as you know that, as long as you're okay with that, that's fine. Hey, that, I mean, I'm trying. That's, that's what I'm you saying. are I'm trying. Hey, hey, hey I tell you what, out of everybody that has started recently, Akil and Nick, you're definitely the most consistent and the most dedicated, for sure. I mean, I, mean, I can't expect to run a marathon, you know, in a week. You know, it takes time. You yeah. Know, so, baby steps in the gym. So I'm d- seeing the what, what's your eating? What, what Like, walk me through your day of eating. Like, what's your routine? Well, I don't eat breakfast. Okay. You know, I, I typically try to drink a glass of water before I drink my coffee. Okay. Uh, sometimes uh, I need the coffee right away. So you wake up at what time? 7.45. Jesus 7:40. Christ, that's late. Okay. Hey, I work two minutes. I live two minutes. No, I know. Away. I just, I get up so with the sun. So I... I I go to sleep with the sun. Yeah, I know that's true. <laughs> and that's yeah. depressing. I used to, I used to uh, bartend, and that definitely throws off your fucking. So yeah, so powers. I mean, uh, I typically don't eat breakfast though, and okay. if I do, you know, I got a bunch of yogurt that I started, you know, buying. So uh, up at so up eat, at like, seven forty-five. Okay, uh, and you're not eating breakfast, and then lunch, you know, I'm. What What are you drinking between uh, breakfast time and when you work out? Uh, so again, uh, I one of the intentions was to try to drink a gallon of water a day. I I didn't quite hit that, but I was drinking a shit ton of water. I was pissing ten times a day. Yeah. Uh, welcome this, to the club. Last week, I didn't drink that much water. Okay. I didn't even bring my gallon. To I, work I noticed. I'm days. like, uh, where's the water bottle? But like, I still drink water. Like, I don't drink soda. Like okay, to, that's to, a good that's start. Just not in my diet. How, how many cups of water before you work out are you drinking? At least one. At least one. At least one cup. One of, of them little cups. One of these cups. Okay. One. Yeah, you, you got to be killing four of those things before you step foot in the gym. And then, uh, yeah, sometimes I'll drink coffee. If I don't drink in the morning, I'll drink a coffee before. Okay. Are you putting creamer and shit in it? I got to. Okay. I got to. It got to taste good. Because where I'm going with this is if you're intermittent and fasting, but you're not. You're not going to intermittent fast. Hey, maybe one week I might try it. But that's like, but again, I don't know how that will work because you, uh, that's like you don't eat until like six o'clock at night, right? No, no. You just 16 hours. You, you basically fast for 16 hours. So including sleep. Yeah. Including sleep. So for instance. Yeah, but I'm working 16 hours a day. Yeah. I'll I'll walk you through my day. This is where I was going. That's why I was asking these questions. Um, Because I've been working out now i think consistently again since hurting my shoulder for about two months and i'm not really seeing the results that i want so i'm changing up a few things one of them i'm an intermittent fast so 
my big thing too in the morning is drinking a cup of coffee. I like, I don't put a lot of cream, but I do like cream and I don't like, I don't really like black coffee, but this week, first week, I'm just drinking black coffee. It's really not that bad once you start doing it. It's just, you got to get used to it. Mm -hmm. Um, so I'm intermittent fast. I'm not eating anything till after the gym. So I'm not eating all morning until basically one. Yeah, one o'clock, one fifteen to maybe a little earlier. And then I'm basically stopping eating at seven PM. So really you're supposed to go about sixteen hours, I think is a, a male. Um intermittent fasting. So whatever that, that time is. I think I'm exceeding that. I'm probably doing 17 hours or something maybe. Is there a certain calorie intake that you're supposed to take during those so eight, I haven't, eight hour? Or I haven't got there yet. I mean, yeah, you don't want to overeat, you know. Yeah. So I really, instead of worrying about calories, I just kind of been watching my carbs. Okay. So I w- I'm not eating bread. I'm not eating any anything really. I'm trying to avoid anything processed. So as long as it's grown... <laughs> Whole Foods. As long right as it's a, a whole food. <laughs> yeah, but it, I mean, at Whole Foods, they sell foods that aren't whole. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I'm trying not to eat anything processed. Um, even though I'm, I'm eating like beef jerky and shit, which is processed, but it's not like a cookie or a cracker or a chip. Um, and I've ar- been doing it a week. I already noticed the difference. Yeah, that's good. So you've yeah. been intermittent fasting for a week? Yep. And how long do you plan on keeping this up for do it till um, I hit the goal. Like weight-wise or yeah, strength-wise? No, nah, it's not It's not weight-wise. It's just get rid of the, the belly. Yeah, I mean, that's all. So I, I typically like the way I look when I'm about 100 and in between 185 and 190 pounds. Um, and right now I'm... Hey, now that's, that's, that's pretty lean. Yeah. I mean... I mean it, I probably weigh about 180 pounds minimum. Yeah, I'm I'm 196 and, right and now. And you're just a bigger build all all around. You're taller than me, stronger than me, so to be able to cut that much weight, that's Oh, I've been before my wedding I was 185. Well, you were going hard. Yeah, right, yeah, so. 185, yeah. And even then, I probably I probably could have got the lowest that I've been in a long time is like 183 pounds, and I think I was almost 10% body fat at that point. Um are you weighing yourself daily? Nah, I, I, I weighed myself today because... You said 196? Yeah, 196. When I went to Rocky Point, I came back at 201, and then, you know, I've been fluctuating, so that was a little over a week ago, I guess almost two weeks ago now. Um, or was Rocky Point? No, I think it's only About been... two weeks? Yeah, yeah. Um, and then, you know, my buddy was in town, so we I kind of didn't eat like I would if I wasn't doing anything extracurricular. Um, so that probably set me back a little, but, um, I think it'll take me, if I could, if I could do this, I'm actually going to quit drinking again after this weekend, I think, um, until Memorial day when I go take the boat to the lake. Yeah. Um, I think by then I could probably get pretty close. I can lose, I can probably get down to about 190. Yeah, I mean, you don't think ten pounds? I mean, I just I want to do it right because you, I mean, you, dude, can't I could lose, lose 10, ten pounds and you're about to be freaking fasting for sixteen hours, like 
Yeah, but 10, 10 pounds. I mean, I could lose 10 pounds you in a day. You shit and lose 10 pounds. That's, but I want to do it right. You can't. <laughs> that's why I don't pay attention to the scale as much uh-huh. is where my belly is going. For sure. You know what I mean? Because, you know, depending on when you weigh yourself, really you're supposed to weigh yourself in the morning with nothing, no food, no nothing, after you've taken a shit or dump or whatever it is. So, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. So... So, so you said it, during this eight hours, how many meals? Because I'm, I'm thinking about it now. Like, you yeah, know, yeah. I need to get rid of my belly, too. And I, dieting is probably going to have to be in really, you know, fast. I mean, you read, you're eating chicken and vegetables today. I mean, that's definitely a start. I mean, so, I mean, like a couple weeks now. So I eat, I'll basically, lunch, though. I'll eat lunch. And then I'll have, like, some beef jerky. Or I'll have some sort of snack that's not sugary. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'll go home and eat dinner and then i'll typically probably have some sort of dessert but it's not really dessert so like a low carb yogurt with some strawberries on it um that's basically it yeah so like two pretty much two meals and two meals snacks. two meals and uh yeah a few snacks so it's still though probably if i was counting calories still probably two thousand calories maybe so do you think after your diet, though, like for you said, until you hit your goal, like what is the next steps there? Because obviously you need to maintain that. Yeah, just I just need to maintain it still. I mean, I, I think that it really the intermittent fast, fasting really works for me um, when I do it. So I'll probably just stick to that like five days a week. Weekends, I won't be as strict because when I'm home with my daughter, like it's easy when I come to work to not eat breakfast. Yeah. But when my daughter's like. Hey, Dad, I'm hungry. Can you cook me pancakes? I'm like, yeah, let's do it. And I end up eating breakfast. Yeah. Um, so I'll probably just stick to that and watch my carbs, man. I don't Carbs don't react well in my body. So anytime that I've managed to, like, take carbs under 100 grams or even 50 grams a day, which is very hard to do because carbs are in every yeah. goddamn thing, um, I've really seen, you know, good results have you ever done keto i have i that's keto, like that's you can have carbs but you can't have protein or, or no you a lot of protein but no carbs or something. more more fat than anything yeah you can't even have too many too much protein it's more high fat so and no carbs i mean you can have meat, some right? meat and no, cheese no, no, i mean there's other things yeah I don't, again i've never done dieting but Probably something I do need to look into, at least in the next I mean, You can weeks. eat bacon, and you can, like, it just needs to be higher in fat. Like, there's a math, uh, there's a formula to it that you try to stick by. That way you stay in ketosis. Cause yeah, I think that's the hardest part for me is just I don't even, like, when I cook chicken, I'm just filling it up to my freaking containers full, you know? Like, I don't know how many slices or, I, I don't know, I just. Get I an app, bro. <laughs> how bad do you want it? Uh, yeah, that's uh, the thing. Do you want a six-pack in your 30s, or do you want uh, a beer belly? I mean, I got a six-pack. I just got to breathe if, in, if, if bend you're, over a little bit. If you're cool if you're cool with how you are, there's nothing wrong with that, right, yeah, at yeah, the end yeah. of the day. Like, I just want to be fit, you know what I mean? I, I got mm-hmm. a four-year-old daughter at home. I want to be in good shape. Um, so, you know, in my 50s, I was fat and out of shape when I was in my 20s, so I'm trying to. Do something different. Has she gotten into sports just yet? 
Yeah, she's played some soccer, but soccer. She has she's too too, too young. young. Yeah, she's you know attention attention span on kids, man, is like next to nothing. It's like yeah, I believe it. Yeah, fifteen seconds, yeah, and then they're ready to do something else. Then they want the iPad. They they can stay on that forever. Yeah, even then. Luckily for for me, our daughter, I mean, she does like the iPad, but she she would rather be doing something else. Mm-hmm. She says, "Entertain me, Dad. Entertain me." <laughs> okay. All right. Let's do it. So what does that mean when you're entertaining her? Just playing with her? House just playing balls? with her. Yeah. Whatever she wants to play. Well, we do this thing called Trapper Boy where I like trap her and grab her and she like gets out. So she thinks that's fun and laughs. And, um, like wrestling kind of? Yeah. Kind of like wrestling. I just, I don't know. Yeah. Kind of like wrestling. Um, oh, you said Trapper Boy. I said, I thought you were done selling drugs, Steve. Nah, different Trapper Boy. Uh, I don't even know where it came from. Probably just messing with her one day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, she enjoys that, and she, you know, she likes to draw and you know read books and yeah, awesome. play with dolls. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, my my daughter's a girly girl. She got into the makeup yet, or not really? Well, she does makeup with her mom. What about you? She ever said, "Daddy, let me do your makeup." Let me paint your toes. She probably has, and you I pro- said, "Nope." No, nah, I mean, I've, I think I've let her paint my toe or my fingernail or something but the makeup on my face yeah i think i was busy or something <laughs> next time next for time sure, page sure. hey what well, i was uh i don't know where we get going with this but i think now's a good time to kind of talk about some of our this week's intentions Let's do it what do you got lined up fasting i would imagine so, or you got something different no nah, because i've already been doing that all week so this is really next week that we're thinking about um well, I want to continue trying to be nice to people um, and go out of my way. To, All right, Mr. Nice Guy. To make them feel uh, appreciated, which is, again, it's hard for me. Um, not that I don't appreciate people. That's not it. It's just hard for me to show my appreciation. Um, well, what's one thing you can do so I can really hold you accountable? Like, that, the, it's a must. Saying good morning, talking... I think something well, else needs to be done to really hold yourself accountable. Yeah, and I'm not going to do that. I think we need a bigger, better one than that. Um, next week, is this starting? When does this start? After this. As <laughs> soon as we leave. As soon as we leave here? Why not? Man, that's a tough one. Why don't you go first? All right, then. Uh, so, I think this week, uh, and probably indefinitely, I'm just going to avoid social media. I'm going to – I just but found I've been – Spending too much time on just on Instagram, just one. scrolling through. I, I know some people, you know, may, maybe you being more active on it might be beneficial, but I'm not a public figure. Well, I'm no not. one cares what I do with my life. I'm not a public figure. And <laughs> so, like, just spending uh, a, too much time yeah, on scrolling is a waste. It's of just time. a huge waste of time when yeah. I could be doing something beneficial. So, like reading this book. So, okay. So, so you, uh, I actually already deleted the apps off my phone. Okay. And I think just moving f- and working the last couple of days, it, it just made me want to like just get back on it. Like, you know, when I'm at night, my night job, sometimes I'm bored and I just yeah, want to yeah, yeah. roll or tap and do something else. Yeah, yeah. Just because it's there. that dopamine hit that you get. Yeah, yeah it's, it's just addicting. so easy just to do. Yeah. So I'm really challenging myself uh, to just not be on social media. Instagram, That's a good one. Snapchat. So again, I, I deleted them off my phone. I have had the urge to, you know what? Let me just download it. I ain't got nothing else to do, but that is going to be my focus this week is just to really stay off social media. Try to use my my free time, my downtime, 
for for something a little more positive. You know, maybe uh, instead of scrolling on Instagram, I could think about what my strategy is going to be. There you go. To for the next year, you know, think about you know how what I'm going to do to lose weight. Uh, maybe different ways for me to engage or entertain my girlfriend rather than just spending on social time on social there's, media. There's another cool app called Elevate that I do pretty much every morning. Um, and it's interestingly enough, because as you said, scrolling, that was kind of the time I scrolled was the only time was in the morning. Cause I'm the first one up, I drink my coffee and I'd scroll and I'm like, what am I scrolling for? There's nothing. I don't care about any of this shit. Like, why am I yeah. doing this? So I forgot that I've been paying for this damn app and it really see five days in a row right there. Are you um, checking in on the app? No, you don't check in. So it basically, there you go. Do, do one of these hit start, hit start and then take the Language test. Workout. Yeah, so do it. Play how to play, earn synonyms to earn. Let's comma words. So what am I supposed to do? Unclear. Well, you're supposed to give. What's a synonym? What's a synonym, a synonym of unclear? What's another word that explains unclear? Uh, Type it in, motherfucker. I'm trying to think. Oh, <laughs> when I get put on the spot, it's like confused. Okay. What else? Confusing, maybe. What else? You as many as you can, as fast as you can. Confusing. Uh, oh, I messed up. Unnecessary. Need. Just keep typing yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. Just do and hit enter. Or hit it, maybe tap it. Yeah, there you oh, go. Oops. Net need usual. Oh, see, that one doesn't even work. All right, man, let's get back to the podcast. So, well, lost. what I'm saying is maybe you, need brain to, games. maybe you need to download a brain game because yeah. then you're still on your phone. It almost feels the same, but it's positive. I got a chess app. A what? Chess app. Chess. Chess? Yeah, you in a chess? It's a brain game. Yeah. I lose every time, but hey, I got it. Yeah. Um, back to me. What is that's a good one. I think that's a that's a good one. And especially if you replace it with something else. Like you should replace that habit with something else. So mm-hmm. what what are you gonna replace it with? I mean, I don't know. I mean, but I just, just haven't been on it. Thinking. Since when? Uh, a couple days now. Okay. Yeah, cool. just deleted them. Cool. Well let me know how that I goes. I see, and I'm not really a scroller. I think it's again because like my intention span's not there, like I scroll for three minutes and I'm just like, like you said, what the hell am I doing scrolling yeah. for? So I'm more of like a stories. I just watch stories next, 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 and watch like people's stories. Yeah, yeah. That's typically how I consume social media, whether it's Snapchat or Instagram. I'm just more of a story watcher. Yeah, and I, I do a little bit of both. Like I, I like Facebook a little bit more because it's people that I actually know. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, older, older. That's why. Yeah. Well, I mean, Instagram's cool, but I, it's, it's not as. What's the word I'm looking for? Um, I don't know. Friends and family oriented. Yeah, it's you know, just like, it, you really know it's. There's ages. not as much connection there. Like I'm, I'm looking at friends that I had way back, went to high, high school, school with. So yeah. yeah, from Tucson, and um, I don't follow those people on Instagram, and it, I, so, but I jump back and forth. I'm like, oh, what's going on on Instagram? Oh, go to the popular page. Oh, it's the same shit that I saw two weeks ago. Cool. I'm not going to do that. So I scroll a little bit. Oh, nothing exciting here. I'll watch some stories. Eh, nothing good there. Okay, let me jump over to Facebook. But yeah, I mean, I think reading, try to finish this book, at least start, you know, get some pages in, soak up some knowledge uh, about the art of war. I, I think that's good. And it's a pocket size, so I can just... Yeah, yeah no, that's, that's one where you see how big the text was. That's actually kind of cool. Um, yeah, because when you're 
taking a dump or you're waiting, you know, that's the thing. The most, the times that I scroll the most really are when I'm like waiting to do something. Mm-hmm. Um, you're, you're, you know, you know, you're like waiting for in line or you're waiting somewhere to do yeah. something. That's when I typically scroll the most. So if you got that in your pocket, that's kind of cool. Um, for me, let's see, I'm already intermittent fasting. I'm planning to quit drink, but I'm not going to quit drink today. Um, talked about being nice what's some how what's something i can challenge myself with um i think i need to read again you're back into reading yeah like from the app or a physical book no no book i got, I got a couple books yeah so i think i'll do that i finished what's that the one. next one on deck um i got a few yeah i don't even know the na- I, don't, I don't know which one i'm gonna go I'm gonna, i'll go look and see but I think that's that's a good one just to get in the habit of doing, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, especially yeah. when there's nobody in my house. Like that's one of the challenges when I have, you know, my lady and baby there. It becomes distracting. It's kind of hard. But since there's nothing, nobody there but the dogs, I got plenty of time to be able to do that. And they're going to be going to the next. Do you walk your dogs, week. or do you just let them run in the back? Because you got a big ass backyard. That's why I bought why, one of the reasons I bought the house. You just do yeah, the yeah I'm not walking them goddamn dogs. Yeah, yeah. You know, they run over. They chase each other around that yard. They don't need. They don't need me to walk them. That's for uh, sure. For sure. Yeah. yeah. So that, that'll be it. I'll read. I'll figure out. I'll read at least 10 pages a day. Um, and I'll let you know what book. Cool, cool. Cool. With all that being said, you trying to wrap things up for today? Yeah, let's wrap it up. I think it was a good conversation. Again, uh, you know, we'll keep going. And at the end of the day, as long as we are improving and, you know, I feel like whatever we're doing, especially for you, is – kind of helping um and if people out there that are listening they want to follow us and do the same thing again i'm gonna reiterate we're just a couple regular guys that are trying to figure it out like everybody else so uh, if you want to join us on that path um there's nothing special about either one of us i mean he owns a business that's about it i shouldn't (laughs) i shouldn't say we're special my mom thinks i'm special (laughs) but you know, we're just some regular guys that, you know, are trying to figure it out ourselves. So uh, if you want to come on that journey, make sure you uh, share the podcast and um, hopefully you can improve and work on yourself week by week too. Yes, sir. That is going to do it. That's going to wrap it up for episode nine of Defy the Odd podcast. We out. Peace. My feet again, ready to breathe again. We're leaving in time's mind. If I shine, you shine.